Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. If you've been following along this week, you know that earlier in the week, an editor of a publication reached out to me and had lots of questions about abandonment issues. So this week, I've been talking a lot about what abandonment issues are, what types of things might show up for a person that's experiencing them, and whether or not there's a diagnosis associated. We've also looked at the types of treatments that I recommend if you're struggling with abandonment, and when is it time to seek professional help. So if you're interested in this topic and you haven't been following along, definitely go back to those earlier episodes. Today, I want to talk to you about what you can do if you love someone who struggles with abandonment issues. So when we are in relationships with other people, one of the most powerful parts of being in a relationship is the fact that the way that we treat them and the way we behave can be healing. It can be a healing support for someone who has experienced relational traumas. That is so powerful. I say that wanting to add the caveat that that does not mean that codependency is helpful. So sometimes we think that we can help people who are struggling with abandonment trauma by being boundaryless, by being overly focused on them, by allowing them to do things towards us that hurt us and all of that kind of stuff. And that is not the case. That actually does not help people who are struggling with abandonment trauma. When people have experienced relationship traumas, especially early in life, what happens is that their sense of relationships becomes scary, right? Relationships aren't safe is the way that they start to feel. And because they don't believe relationships are safe, what happens is that when they're close to people, their anxiety starts to play out and they start to do things in order to soothe that anxiety. And so that might be pursuing the other person. It might be distancing and disengaging. It might be becoming really disorganized and confusing where it's very hot and cold. One moment it's saying, I hate you, get away from me. And the other moment it might be saying something like, I love you. I can't believe that you won't talk to me. And then the next moment it might be, I want to break up with you, right? So all of these things play out. When people are struggling with this, the thing that can help them to heal is to have safe relationships. I'm actually in the process right now of adopting um, an older child. And one of the things that we talk a lot about in the classes that we're taking is how important it is to provide a safe container of a relationship. That safe container looks like a place where you have flexibility and sensitivity and compassion while also having limitations and boundaries. I think that often... We can give people that sensitivity and that love, but sometimes what happens is that we don't have the boundaries because we're worried that the boundaries will make the other person feel like they're not loved. While the boundaries might in some ways activate some feelings at first, but they actually offer security and sense-making. People who have experienced abandonment trauma, they did not have experiences that made sense. The person that was supposed to love them would abandon them, and that doesn't make sense. And sometimes it would be very unpredictable. Sometimes the person would be there and the person wouldn't be there. By having boundaries and being a predictable person, over time you are helping the other person to see that relationships have limits, they can be loving, and they can be predictable. So when someone struggles with abandonment issues, 
when they feel that maybe you haven't given them what they need to feel secure, they might lash out, right? They might say, you know, F you, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. I hate you. And the way that you can respond to that is to not completely roll over. It's to be calm and regulated in your own body and also have a limit. I can see that you are really hurting right now. I love you very much. And if you're going to say those types of things for me, it's not safe for me. So I'm going to go into the other room right now. If you have someone that responds to their abandonment by leaving and avoiding, same thing, right? I understand that you are overwhelmed right now. When you leave and you don't talk to me for hours, that is very hurtful to me. And so I am not able to see that as an acceptable way for us to be with each other. I need us to problem solve a different way. Let's look at other ways that I can give you space without you abandoning me, right? So when you are supporting a loved one through abandonment trauma, you want to take time to understand how the trauma has impacted their innate need for security. And doing research on that is one of the most supportive things you can do. Read about it. Look into the ways in which it might have changed their brain, the ways in which it's changed just their basic sense of safety, and read into what it is that they need. And do that while also still protecting yourself, because that part is really, really important too. I'm Liz Earnshaw, the author of I Want This to Work. You can find me on Instagram at Liz Listens. Thank you so much for listening to Good Risings. We love to hear from you, so please take a moment to leave us a review. Until next time, love on your loved ones. And when that gets hard, tune in to me to learn how to hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.